Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. And today we have guests, Shala and Jay, who are CEOs and founders of StrikeSchool.org. They believe that the foundation of a healthy community is strong, healthy family units. Having come from generations of broken family themselves, they were painfully aware of the impact, especially when it came to children. They believe that as business leaders, they have the privilege to make the lives of their seven families and the honor to serve children and families in their educational journeys. They believe every parent or guardian has the right to make their own choice, especially considering the education of their child, aligning with their family values. In this episode, we talk about how you can get a lot done in a short amount of time and how that myth that you have to be in school for eight hours just isn't real. Talk about the flexibility and the choices that you have in homeschool and how Strike School prides themselves in the ability to help parents best support their students regardless of where they are in their academic journey. They also have top-notch learning coaches that can create a full curriculum with all subjects included around any Thing your child has an interest in. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea, and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Shala and Jay have to say. Let's get into the podcast. Every Thursday, I have Teacher Talk Thursdays where I talk about practical things to help you save money on curriculum and create units yourself easy and quickly with things that you already have. Also, I will be holding a lesson planning masterclass on October 15th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The first 100 people will get it for $25 along with two one-week science lessons after the masterclass. Register below and I will see you on October 15th. Today we have Jay and Shala from Strike School. Say hello to our listeners and tell us what is something you think most people don't know about homeschooling? Well, hello, and first of all, thank you very much for letting us join. Uh, my name is Jay, and uh, Shala's with me. And hello. hello, everybody. <laughs> so, yes, that's a great question. You know, um, I think that it can be done and done well. A lot of people are hesitant, and most of the time, a child's education comes more natural for them in an environment they can focus within which is typically their own home. It just provides uh, less distraction and allows them to go at their own pace, learn versus being so entwined in a maybe an environment that uh, maybe become uncomfortable due to the unknowns. What do you think, Shaw? Well, I think uh, one of the um, things that people don't realize is that it doesn't take an entire typical school day to accomplish the day's learning at home. I talk to many parents who say, 
Okay, so are we supposed to start at eight and then do they have to do work until four, you know, five days a week? And so I have a lot of fun debunking that idea with families and they are usually shocked, but also very relieved to find out that um, it doesn't take that many hours in a day uh, to learn for the children to learn no matter what age that they are. Yeah, and it's, and it's one of those where, you know, if you look at a traditional school model, every child isn't getting that individual attention throughout the whole school day. And so, and this means they're able to really hone in and focus. And again, relating back to what I had mentioned previously, at the right time, in the right place, uh, when they're comfortable, their ears are open to wanting to learn. Um, it just, um, then, that time focuses down to a real true and meaningful period and uh, doesn't take sitting in front of a computer six hours a day to learn um, or in a classroom uh, through that same time frame because they're really not getting um, that individual attention only but a fraction of the time. I couldn't agree with you guys more. I know for me, I'm, a, I'm still a public school teacher and I do not even teach that long. Like I literally teach three hours a day and that's three different classes. <laughs> so, and that's actually the schedule for, you know, most of the schools, it's three hours a day. Um, and then the rest of the time they are doing asynchronous things. So um, it's, I don't, I think parents have the wrong idea. They, they're forgetting that there's lunch and then there's the driving to the school and then there's all the you know disruptions that happen in class that take up more time. And they, you know, when, once they realize that, you know, the education can be sped up so much and their kids can really absorb the information like you were saying, because they're able to hone in, because they're able to focus and, you know, just do it without distraction. It makes it so much better. And that's so, I think it's awesome. So you guys have strike school. That is such a cool name. (laughs) And honestly, when I first saw it, I did think it was a karate school. I was. (laughs) 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 Has anyone told you that? (laughs) Well, we've had a lot of different interpretations to it, but uh, we always uh, kind of feel like we've, uh, um, strike school has struck a home run um, because of our mm-hmm. <laughs> the success of our yes. students and wellness and also um, our teacher involvement. Um, they, they seem to be so pleased with being able to focus with where their heart, their passion, their desires and fulfill you know the personalized needs of these students. Um, it's, um, it really kind of goes hand in hand, but <laughs> anyway, yes, you know, we want to give the, you know, people need to hear about us and strike, uh, um, you know, make an impact, powerful, yes. <laughs> you know, statement, so. Yeah. And what's really interesting is your school, you guys learned, you guys, um, received accreditation pretty quickly now. Yes, we did. Um, matter of fact, it was almost <laughs> unbelievable. But however, 
because we had such a peer group um, to work with us in building this school from very um, from people in different capacities in education, very high level. Um, when we formed Strike, um, our, of course, structure and our foundation was very solid. Uh, we wanted to build off of a very solid foundation with um, a variety of knowledge base. Um, so um, it's, um, gosh, um, it, it was one of those we achieved. We, we thought this school needs it, you know, we have everything else and it just gives that extra stamp of um, ensuring that our processes are correct, um, keeps us everything in line, gives us um, more motivation for um, professional development amongst our staff and our learning coaches, um, a number of things. However, yes, it was, uh, we're very surprised to be able to achieve it um, in a short period, most schools, um, it takes them two to three years um, before they can achieve accreditation, some don't even. Um, however, we got through it you know, with flying colors. When we came to our final um, review, uh, the people just shook their heads. They could not believe what we had accomplished. In 10 months. 10 months. <laughs> and after which we received a written report. And of course, it was a very comprehensive report in all the different areas um, that we had to fulfill. And there were averages, nationwide averages. We cannot believe that we exceeded all the averages. And so that told us something, we're doing something right. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and in your, in your um, preliminary interview, you mentioned that flexibility is a focus and the inspiration of your curriculum, which I think is amazing because that's really what homeschool is all about, right? That flexibility, the ability to be able to teach your child or if the child to learn on their own. Can you talk more about like that, like, that focus of flexibility, families need flexibility and choices, how that really motivated and drove you guys to creating Strike School? Yeah, so uh, we recognized early on um, from my own experience, homeschooling my children for many years, you know, from 1999 to 2015. And uh, I learned that's what I needed. First and foremost, I needed flexibility. That's one of the reasons I chose to homeschool was because I wanted to keep my family together and do life together. And then I wanted choices in what they were going to learn. And so from not only from my own personal experience, but then also um, just in connection and contact with so many families, so many um, educators, uh, we just knew that if we could figure out how to offer flexibility in the curriculum, and in all of the choices in the ways that they can access strike school, that the, the more we do that, uh, the more families we can help, the more families we can serve. Um, and here's an example of our flexibility. Um, yesterday, we received um, an inquiry from a family who was looking for uh, their uh, fifth grade advanced student to take a middle school beginning Spanish class. This student is a TAG student doing all kinds of things, busing over to the middle school to do advanced things. 
and, but they wanted to still add something on. And they, they got a hold of us and said, can you do this? Well, we didn't currently offer the option, but 30 minutes later we did. <laughs> and so this student is now going to take beginning middle school Spanish, uh, one class by itself, uh, because that's what they want, that's what they needed. And so um, with everything, with our uh, curriculum as well, the ability for our teachers to be able to modify courses, modify lessons in ways that help the student move forward. Um, one example of that is, you know, if we have a student that has mastered an area of a subject, we don't believe that um, the student should do all of the lessons about the thing they've already mastered just for the sake of doing the lessons. And so we allow them to excuse portions so that the student can move forward. Unless the parent wants the student to do every single lesson, we leave that up to the parent. But most times they don't, they just would prefer that the student is able to move on if, if they have that mastered. So that's another example of that flexibility that we feel really serves families well. Really identifying, this is one thing that is one of our core principles of really within our mission and vision. First of all, having the staffing and learning coaches there that know how to dig in and analyze what's going on. You know, what's this child need? What's this parent need? Um, where are their strengths? Where are their weaknesses? Um, not just lay out a, you know, course or a learning plan uh, just in general, but truly hone in on the personalized aspect because not all students, no, everyone's different, right? We're all different. What interests us, what motivates us and having that flexibility and adjustability to read through time and be able to provide that for these parents um, and the students um, just leads to success uh, because it motivates them. They're happy, they, they're, they're on track. Um, and again, it may be there is a student that's exceeding in all the areas except for one, and maybe they're back a grade level or so. Um, we can bring them back down to that, get it fulfilled, take them to the next step, and then the next thing you know, they're on to the next. Um, and it's kind of like I'll give a little story. Um, I love this story because it kind of goes to my heart, um, and it's music. We had a student, it was a 10th grade student, done. Nope, I'm out of the school, no more. And it wasn't our school. This is, you know, in um, the school system. And he just, he just unmotivated and was time school's not for me. And so we had one of our learning coaches just take the time to dig in and talk, you know, get on ground level with the student and, you know, what interest, you know, really came down about passion and interest. You know, what do you want to do in life? What's it, what interests you? And what motivates you? What do you enjoy? And it came down to he loves guitar. And, oh, guitar. Well, so interesting because you can take anything in this world and develop curriculum around it, basically, and say, is this guitar? Um, so we were able to identify this, um, create a learning plan, because as you know, he was interested in guitar, and he was also wanted to know about construction and building of a guitar. 
So if you think about that, a guitar, well, you get to learn about the resources out there with the different woods, geography, where is, are, is it located? How is it manufactured? Then you get into mathematics and construction and geometry and physics. Um, there's a number of things that you can start to involve in a particular interest that draws that student in. And all of a sudden it was like a light bulb went on and the sparkle and the enthusiasm that it created to draw that student back in was just, it's just, and there's so many other stories like this we could share, but we don't have time. Um, but that was one that really struck this. I'm, I'm a guitarist and musician and love music. And when I heard about that, I just beamed, you know, but there's, there's so many other things in other arenas, uh, horses to, um, you know, just it can be into mechanics or yeah. computer science or, you know, it's just endless, totally endless. That's my favorite story, too, because the student was going to drop out and then he did it. Yes. <laughs> so. That's really a huge, that's, that's a big deal. You know, I know for me, when I was in school, having a curriculum that would have really tailored to the things that I loved, I would have learned things a lot faster. Because I, I mean, I, I was, it makes me think of, and I know my listeners have probably heard this story a hundred times, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> it's um, my learning of history, like my learning of history was one of those things I could not stand. I, I legitimately could not stand history or English for that matter. Those are the two classes that I really could not, I couldn't break a C. No matter how, one, I remember one year I was like, I'm really going to give everything. And I tried and I still got to see and I was like this is the worst so I could never I, I just didn't understand it it couldn't connect with the with technicalities it dates for for history it just made no sense to me but when I got to college I was able to specialize more in the things that I liked right because that's where that's where you tend to um be able to start really focusing on things that you like and by that time you're really you're older already honestly right like you're already older and you, you I don't know it, it's you're almost your your loves are beaten out of you almost by that time right and i always ha had a love for the arts i just did like i was theater arts regular art dance um acting all those things i was really really huge in and um so in college i i had to take um uh art history course and i was like oh history but I was like, oh, art history, maybe I can, maybe I can dig it. But I was like, oh, you know, I wanted a drawing class. I really love to draw. So long story short, I went into the class and guess what? I learned history. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my goodness. I learned so much history, but I didn't learn it in the traditional way. It was completely different. I learned, I learned history through the understanding of the paint, the understanding of the architecture, the understanding of the design, the understanding of when a painting was commissioned, the type of yeso they used to use. It was, it was a completely different understanding of history, but yet I did learn timelines. I still learned 
um, about, you know, the different people who were around like um, kings, queens, presidents. Uh, I literally was able to learn about them, but through a whole different vein that didn't come traditionally. And then the dates, it wasn't me memorizing dates anymore or, or memorizing anything. It was just that I understood that during the Baroque period, this is what happened. And I knew who was president a king or you know was in charge at that time um and it made sense to me and i knew the time periods i knew baroque was from this time to this time and rococo was from this time to this time so i knew it it was just completely different Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking like wow had i learned history like this i might have done really well and i barely studied that was the crazy thing i remember one day i walked into class and i was completely taken off guard they're like everyone's studying i'm like what, what, what are you guys doing why is everybody studying they're like we're having a test today i'm like what they're like yeah it's in 15 minutes i'm like no way and i was just freaking out and i was like no so i asked my friend i was like Can you just give me your notes really quick and i looked at her notes i was like ah okay i got it i ended up getting the highest grade in the class but it wasn't because you know i was so smart it was just i understood it for what it was so it became it was almost like a nature like i i it was just something i i, I knew already so i do agree with you guys that you know and i i find it really amazing that you're able to do such diversity um within your school how are you guys able to do that like how how do you guys make um room for that because i know other schools it's just so difficult but it seems to for you guys to come in 30 minutes. <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. We do. Uh, this, this, that's our mission. That's our, that's what drives us. Um, this is, this really comes from the heart. Um, it's all this broken stories through the years. Oh my gosh. Um, decades worth, you know, seeing your peers, your friends, their families um, mm-hmm. is just endless. And you know, you take your story and relate it to that story of the guitar. Where are guitars in history? Oh my gosh. And what can be learned? Mm-hmm. So many. And it, again, like I was saying, it doesn't matter. It could be anything. And that drives those students. And it just, that's what, again, it just makes me beam when we find that and can tune in. But yes, we do. We just take the time. But we have to have the skill sets of our learning coaches as well and their passion and mission that align. We have a culture with that and we have collaboration as well. So we all work together. We discuss things and cover, you know, we're, we're out to help each other the same way with our group. And so it, it works. Yeah, and I'll say it's it's definitely harder to be all about flexibility, and it definitely takes more time and more effort. But we find that um, we we feel we believe that it's so important that it's worth the effort that to to have this meaningful experience to be able to support you know have the privilege and the honor to support families in this way. It's worth every second, every bit of hard work. And I love your motto in the background. It says, uh, for those who can't see, it says, life brings challenges, strike brings solutions. And that does sound like the culture of your school. And, you know, in a climate today where, you know, every, a lot of children are being told that, you know, oh, well, if you feel this, then yeah, if it's too hard for you, no, don't do it. But what you're saying is, you know, we do hard things. 
and we model that and we're going to support you through it because we do hard things we know hard things so we can bring you through hard things and that's yes. a really powerful skill to teach a generation right now that is not is it they're not being taught mm -hmm. that in the traditional um public schools and that's an unfortunate thing that that resiliency is being almost almost like it's being stolen away from them that mm -hmm. you know and that and i do say stealing i do say that because the ability to be able to be resilient to do hard things to overcome that there's a great feeling you get when you accomplish those things and when you find, and which is it's notable noticeable in, in you both right because you both do hard things and you can hear your excitement you can hear the passion in your voice you can hear you know the the desire to move forward and to do to do more hard things and to to help more people and that that's really what education is about that's really what learning is all about that's what life is all about and i i just gotta say i'm i'm so um you know i just met you guys but i'm so proud of you guys <laughs> you know for, for doing you. what you're doing and uh, i'm so thankful that you you know you wanted to come on this podcast and you know talk to the family so that they can hear your heart and i think that's a really important thing when it comes down to you know um people like choosing different types of programs for their children right they they're looking for for the place that their kids going to be able to thrive right mm -hmm. and not just mm -hmm. survive absolutely and you know what is so you know what you i just from hearing you speak it's that another thing that's gained is bringing the families closer oh my how we've seen that separation today and the divisions and problems and things that are happening in our society and our world today, a lot of it comes down from that disconnect with our children. And for the parent and the, their student or child to be able to work together, I can share so many stories about how it's brought families back together again. And that in itself, Oh my goodness. I, we, you know, it's just share one, share one. Oh, well, <laughs> I think, um, Oh goodness. There are so many. Let uh, me yeah. think about, um, we had a, um, a, a single parent, a single parent family where the parent, um, was having to work, um, but wanted more time, you know, with her child. She wanted to, they want, she wanted that connection and she wanted that, um, that oversight. And so it, she just wasn't happy sending her child off to traditional school. Uh, it just felt like they were more, more separated and more disconnected. And so working with us, um, this mom, she would just be almost in tears telling us just how doing school in a different way and a non-traditional way um, with the choices and with the flexibility and with our school honoring their family values um, just what that did for her little family. And, and here she is, this struggling mama that is working and trying to raise, you know, her child. And she, that, just that one change um, just made a world of difference, not only for mom, uh, but for the daughter as well. The daughter was experiencing uh, quite a bit of anxiety in different things. And um, it, having 
being able to come to strike school, um, everything changed for them. And uh, they, you know, they finished out the year last year in a completely different place uh, with a new attitude and some hope for the future. Yes, and I can think of a story about a father and son who were, pulled, I mean, like opposites. And there was one of our learning coaches that uh, created a project um, is project based and where you know tools were involved in collection of materials and and so forth and and um, as the process went forward the working together increased because oh well, you can do this. I can help with that. All of a sudden, these two that were so disconnected, this father and son, now coming together to build and create together, then allowed them to understand how each other thought and operated, to complete the project, and then won an award for the project and so therefore, after that, they were compelled to do everything together because, it, you know, it's just those kind of stories. It just, um, and that's what we want to see. That, see, it, there's more to, it's like, there's so much to this because it all interconnects, you know, family, family values, the connection, the um, interaction, um, again, why we're flexible, adjustable, we're personalized and is to really find out their true needs. And as well, to look out for those families if they're in need of resources. It may be outside of our direct, what we provide directly, but in an indirect source, we may identify certain needs. We'll go to work and find that resource, whether it be a local resource for could be a variety of reasons or a national resource, but we want to bring whatever we can for them to better their lives. Anything that impedes in their educational process, um, but overall, it just strengthens the family when they're not worrying about particular needs and they can't find what they need. We'll step in, assist our, that's again from our hearts. Um, it really means a lot. So um, it encompasses a pretty large scope um, of, uh, you know, just uh, the family unit in learning. Um, and that's what homeschool is all about, right? Being able to bring back the family together and allowing families to learn together. Those are two powerful stories. Uh, you know, because those are probably two of the biggest things that happen in the world right now, you know, single parents and dads being separated from their children and just the opportunity to be able to bring them together. That could really that. Oh, my gosh, I would warm my heart so much. I'd maybe cry all the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, as we're wrapping up. You shed up, a few tears oh, every so often. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Oh, I know I did <laughs> listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as we're wrapping up, um, what's the call to action? Where can they find your resources? Where can they find your school and, you know, connect with you guys? Yeah. So we have a website and um, it's pretty easy to remember. All you have to do is go to strikeschool.org. That's strikeschool.org. 
you will find all of our contact information. You'll find all kinds of information about our options. We offer so many options that um, many times it takes a phone call uh, or a text and message. Don't be afraid and, to call. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we will communicate with anyone any way that they want to communicate with us. We know that it's busy and every, you know, for everyone. And so um, all of the information in a starting place can be found on our website. We also will take phone calls and text messages um, at our office anytime that we, anytime that we can. We try to stay very available. Um, that phone number is area code 503-313-2461. Awesome. So in our, in our last couple of minutes, um, what is one thing you want parents to walk away from this conversation with? What's one big takeaway? Oh, boy. You can do it and we can help. We are here to help you. And whatever it is, you know, when it comes to your child's education, we're here for you. We're here to cover your back. You can do it and become successful. Don't be afraid. Fantastic. Thank you guys for coming on and just sharing, you know, these testimonies, um, just how everything started a little behind the scenes and everything and just letting us into your into your life and into your scope. I really appreciate it. Thank we you so much. Thank yes, you for having us pleasure. on. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.